Hey everyone, um, this is Adrian here and welcome back to Crime Theory. So we have today, I have a guest with me. I have Marilyn here and her daughter right now is missing. I'm going to let her take over and explain what happened um, the day that she went missing and hopefully we can bring her home. Or actually even the day before, like what, is there anything that would have led up to this? She'd been grounded from her and she was still communicating with her boyfriend that we weren't supposed to know about. Sometimes your parents know things that you don't think they know. Found a phone that she'd been hiding the day she went missing. Yeah, it was Friday. So the day she went missing, she went to work. She took her brother with her because he works there too. She came home. He came inside and went back outside like five minutes later and she was gone. Her car was gone. She was gone. I I, I called the police right away. Since we knew about the boyfriend, my stepdaughter, who was nearby, near the boyfriend's house, went over and checked to see if she was there. They saw her car there. They saw her and the boyfriend get in the car and drive away. It was the last time anyone, any of us saw her. I was going to say, um, and you live in Eagle Mountain now, but you did live in South Jordan as well? She was going to school there. Okay. But we used to live in West Valley right before we just had barely moved to Eagle Mountain when this happened a couple okay. weeks ago, two weeks ago, almost. Saturday evening... I get a text message from a spoof number saying, it's Nellie, I'm safe, this is for the best. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why did you leave? And it was, everything was really vague and she didn't really answer my questions. It's a few things of, these things need to be different. I don't want to have a strain between us. And I was like, what's going on here? Um, on Father's Day, we tried to call her. She won't call, talk to me on the phone, but my ex-father-in-law, her grandpa, uh, talked to her briefly on the phone and she was really quiet. He had a hard time understanding her. He said at one point he heard a door open and it sounded like someone came in and they, he could hear voices, someone talking, and but he couldn't understand it because it was, you know, mumbled. Prior, I guess, back up prior to that, she'd been, he got her to say that how much he cared about her family and the importance of family. And then after this door opening, she changed her tune completely. My parents, my mom doesn't understand me. I, this is for the best. I'm not coming home. And then we haven't been able to talk to her on the phone since we've tried. But again, it's a spoof number. So the police haven't been able to track it. Occasionally, I'll get a text message. It's been several days. Um, but usually, they're very vague. She's not answering specific questions. I'm like, what caused you to actually leave, though? Why would you just take off? And she was just like, things, I, things that lately haven't been very good. And I was like, what do you mean? Like I'm, she, I, I'm not getting a specific answer from her. Yeah, we're, there's a lot of concern, obviously, concern with her mental health, concern with her physical safety. Yeah, what other details did you want? With those text messages, do they sound like her? Or do they sound like someone else might have brought them? Some of the vocabulary is things I've never heard her say, okay. like mitigate and stuff like that. I mean, she is an intelligent person, but it's just not something she usually uses. Okay. Okay. She's she's good with robotics and electronic stuff like that, programming, mm -hmm. but I don't hear her use that kind of vocabulary very often. This sounds terrible, but there are some spelling errors she usually makes. So it sounds it seems like it's yeah. her that's possibly texting. Okay. But some of the vocabulary she's using sounds out of character for her. So maybe someone's co coaching her through it. Yeah, that's the impression I've okay. gotten. Like some of the things that she said sound formulaic, but I can't prove that. That's just my impression. Um, it sounds like someone's trying to coach her through something. I've, it, maybe it's someone who thinks that they have her best interest at heart, but maybe it's not. I don't know.
Yeah, because, you know, you can tell a lot by a text if um, just in the way that they talk and the misspelling. I'm guilty of misspelling a lot because I have dyslexia, so I always have to. So does she. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, see, with the grandpa that has spoken to her, did he record that at all? I don't think so. Okay. I, I think he was surprised that he was able to actually talk to her. <laughs> okay. He's She respects him a lot and admires him a lot mm-hmm. but and he's a very he put this a by the book person like this is how it's going to be and you're going to do it this way it's mm. so she's yeah. like okay we'll listen to you gotcha well usually but it could be helpful if anyone might have um any cameras because then maybe we could track where she has gone if she has left the house, do you think that she could, there's a possibility she could still be at that house? There's a possibility, but um, the police have been there a couple times and um, family members have been there a few times and it's no one's seen or heard anything. So I don't, I don't know if there's, she would still be there, but he definitely must know where she is because he claims to be so in love with her. He would die for her. No one loves as strong as they love that kind of a thing but he hasn't looked for any updates at all from us. He hasn't like, sought any information from us whatsoever. So it's, if you care so much, why are you not checking to make sure she's okay? Has he reached out to any of her friends? Nope. That is very odd. That, But it sounds like he, like you said, he might know where she is because yeah. he was one of the last people to see her. Um, yeah. And then- and then you said that you've gotten a few tips. Is this tips like of where her car might have been that people called in or? Uh, one police officer saw her car. It was like Midvale near Holiday, that kind of Midvale area, but it was like a large divided road. So he saw it going the opposite way. So he went forward okay. and he flipped to Yui, but by the time he got there, was, the was car gone. was gone down one one of the side streets there. And I guess somebody called trying to um, find a different place for her, but they claimed they were in holiday and it got around to me. So someone who said they knew they were taking care of Nellie was in holiday, but they couldn't track that number either. And the boyfriend had his location um, left on one of the apps on his phone. So one mm-hmm. of his friends, their mutual friends, and I also know the student, he let me know, hey, his location keeps pinging in downtown Salt Lake. And so he sent me like the location. So when I went down there, there were several hotels down there. And so we went and talked to them. Give The tel- the main hotel we looked at was huge. So um, I gave the pictures of her to the manager, checked the parking garage, looked for the car. Um, went to, it was near City Creek Shopping Center. So I went there, talked to security there, gave them her information and picture. So those are the main areas it's um, focused on. Uh, she used her email, her school email, so I was able to get an IP address, but it pinged several different places. One of them was the Salt Lake County Library in downtown Salt Lake. Okay. So that was, so that might be where she was ac- accessing her email, which it's hard to track her from there, but that that would be downtown Salt Lake. At least she was emailed some, a couple people saying that I can't like, they're like, hey, come visit me at the fireworks tent. These people know she's missing that have emailed her. Mm. They're trying to like get her in there. She's like, well, I can't really right. do that right now. And so like, she's very evasive. They're like, hey, we're doing a fundraiser. Why don't you come to the fundraiser? But she's like, well, I can't really do that right now. So it's, mm. they're trying to get her out. 
that's odd that you know she's like okay this is for the best that almost kind of sounds like either someone is fully coaching her through all this um like but trying to make it so sound like she has some sort of freedom I mean yeah when I was in my situation especially with the downtown that that's where I think three or four hundred south was around where that building was where they kept me south is one of the places yeah yeah that's scary. I mean, if you just looked at it, it looked like a vacant building, but you go through the backside and go up the stairs and it's a whole sex ring there, right there. So, yeah. That's so scary. And my ex also um, would text my family members on my behalf and coach me through stuff like that. And I mean, there was always threats of your sister, your, your mom. It's hard not to, it's a, you want to hope for the best, but it's like, what is the best in this scenario? Really? It might've been something like she felt she was going to go run away or be like independent. And now she's left to some other devices and she's more vul vulnerable because she thought that she could just be with be, do whatever she wanted or whatever and there's yeah. also her biological dad's mother had bipolar disorder okay had some, uh, you know like did ex exhibit some like running away but a day or two and then come back but we're heading into two weeks that's the part that's really worrisome. yeah it could be a combination of all these different things it could be that she had some kind of psychotic or not psychotic psychic break you know like mental break i don't know yeah. how to talk but no, i'm not really good or a manic manic episode thing too that there was other people in the background of that and then as soon as she's they came in she acted totally different that to me suggests that she might be being coached by someone else mm -hmm. that's there it could be a combination of those two things as well and that's one of the frustrating things is I don't know what's happening and I don't know for sure. Like everything kind of, there's just so many unanswered questions. A lot of, nothing adds up. Yeah. Um, do you think that she would go anywhere outside of Utah? I don't think she, the only place she has connections to people is Texas, but that family, those family members all know that she's missing and they would probably get in a plane with her and fly her home. Okay. If, if she did that, um, trying to think if there be, she doesn't really have a lot of connections outside. Uh, maybe Idaho, but again, those that's family who would also probably take her home. So I think most of her connections are in the greater Salt Lake area. Okay. So, all right. So she did leave on her own, saying last at the boyfriend's house in daybreak. And, mm. but she's been kind of pinged all over, like in the downtown area, Salt and the yeah. holiday. Another thing that happened right before she left on Friday is she'd been at work, right? And then uh, her brother's waiting in the car for her to give mm -hmm. for them to ride home together. He said that Nellie went into her friend's car and talked to her friend for a little bit and then got in their car, her car and then drove him home, right? But um, so I went to the work, her work and I talked to the managers, see if they knew what was going on. They talked to that coworker and she said, well, I don't know where she is, but I know she, I know that she's safe. And I was like, how would you know she's safe if you didn't know? But Nellie had 
like her actual phone that we were paying for was at the house. So I finally got a hold of this friend and let her, and I tried to get some information out of her. And she's like, well, yeah, she came and we talked and then she used my phone to make a quick phone call. And she said, she's going somewhere safe, but I don't know anything else. And I said, okay, well, what number did she call? And she's like, I, I don't know. Cause I have a lot, it wasn't a saved numbers number. And I have a lot of unsaved numbers in my phone. And I was like, so you couldn't just look at the time. Yeah, or... like it would be around the same time. It would either probably be this one or this one right here. Yeah, like it was close to midnight, so it would have been the last one, last one yesterday, the first one, you know, last one on Friday or the first one Saturday, right around there. Give me a couple choices and I can whittle it down, you know, or the police can or something. But she was really elusive to that. But again, she's also a minor, so that kind of runs into some sticky situations. I did give the police that information too, and they were trying to see if they could figure out if she knew or if it was even her family that Nellie was staying with or what's going on, but just, it was weird. So I know that you can pull phone records and stuff, um, get a build statement. So if her parents are paying for that, maybe even her parents, I don't know if you've talked to them, would be willing I don't to contact information. Just know her through my kids work and um so my son didn't have her contact information he didn't even know her last name but the schedule that they had sent to nelly on her phone had the, the name of the co-workers and that's when we found the last name so it was just yeah there's a, some people who know what's going on that aren't saying something but or they know something they think they know something that's so frustrating too that oh well well she's safe like okay but but had but we, yeah, like, why are you covering, why are you trying to not let us <laughs> have access to her? What are you doing? And I guess the other thing that really blows my mind of, yeah, she was grounded leading up to this and she was transferring schools and we moved, there's a lot of transition, but she was so excited for her new bedroom and the bathroom that she was by her, she was almost exclusively her bathroom. She had been buying stuff to decorate it. She had just enrolled in the CNA program to go to MTech and become a CNA in the fall program. So by January, you know, if she does well, she did be a CNA and she was so excited for that yeah. because she could actually get her own job and be working towards a career in the medical field if that's what she wanted to do, that kind of a thing. So it was just like, what? Like that's, the, in that case, the bipolar thing would make sense but it still seems like someone's coaching or there's still something else there that's not adding up, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's something to, it sounds like something that she's trusted some of uh, her peers with and they, or, for whatever reason, don't want to tell either that they are right. They're going to get in trouble or something. Or what the, the thought process is in this whole thing. And it's, I don't know. I don't know what to think and I don't know what else to I feel I'm trying every lead I can get but I feel like I just keep hitting walls like they've been looking into these things but it seems like it's it's kind of a weird vibe like sometimes some police officers I talk to are like oh we got to investigate this and figure this out and some are like well I don't always come home that kind of a thing usually and I was and you know I'm just it's frustrating to me of just this is weird the way she's acting and yeah. Even if she's completely safe, mentally, this is not in character for her. So something something needs to happen. We need to, something, I don't know how to put this. Um, like, this needs to be investigated. Like, whether that be 
a psychiatric evaluation when, you know, or something when we find her or what, because it's weird to just be having these plans, be excited for things and then just completely go on the lam. Yeah. Did she like take any money or anything? She had her wallet with her, but her bank account still had money in it when she took off. That's kind of odd too. Like if you plan on leaving most of the time, like you, you take all of your money, you know, you empty your bank account. Yeah. It seemed like if it seemed very sporadic and surprising, cause I knew that she was feeling annoyed, you know, she's a teenager. Obviously she's annoyed with me sometimes often yeah. it happens. I understand that's how that goes, but just to take off was really surprising to me and to take off for this long. Cause I can see getting frustrated and be like, I'm just going to like go to the gas station by myself, even though you, you really should let your parents know. So they know you're safe, but I can see like taking off for a little bit to get a mental break. But, uh, this is, it's weird. She would usually like when she wanted to buy something, she'd take out the money in cash and she'd have some left over just for like mm-hmm. spur of the moment thing. She liked it when the tamale lady came by our house and buy tamale. She only accepts cash. So you got to have $22 on you at all times, at least. But yeah, it was, she still had a couple hundred left in her account when she took mm. off. So I don't know. Like if, yeah, it seems weird. That's like, it seemed very sporadic. Maybe, maybe it was just an impulse. And again, maybe if it was a manic episode, then it would have been, that would have also possibly been impulsive, but. Right. And who did she talk to and what did she say when she made that phone call? Yeah, that's that's kind of odd. And it's odd that, you know, a lot of her friends are like, oh, well, she's safe. But, but I mean, she's been missing now for two weeks. It's yeah, it's two weeks. That's yeah, it's too long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling that a lot. And, you know, we're we're all feeling it here and we're trying to. The difficult part, another difficult part of it, it's all difficult, is I can't just totally abandon my other kids, too, and be like, all my energy is focused on your sister, but at the same time, we're all struggling with it, and I like, still I still have to find her. It's like yeah. constant, like, mommy guilt to the nth degree, you know what I mean? It's care of them and how they're dealing with all this, too, and it's just... Yeah. <sighs> so if she doesn't have a lot of money... Um, I'm sure that too, her car's probably ran out of gas by now. So someone else has to be either paying for it or she's hedging rides somewhere else or she's doing like public transportation. Or just staying in the same place the whole time. I don't know. So besides that boyfriend, do you have any other ideas of where she would have gone if she went anywhere? Like the coworker was one that kind of was like, well, that's weird that you would say those things. So I worried about that. Um, everyone else that I've thought of, I've talked to in person. And they've, they've seemed gen- genuinely shocked. Like people I knew, we knew when we left and we lived in West Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them were out of town like on vacation, but it's not like they're like, oh yeah, I was gone. But like that kind of, you know, they were actually out of town when she went missing. Yeah. And most of her friends, I know their parents and most of them are, would be are the kind of people like if I, if one of my friends, kids showed up, I'd be like, all right, get in the car. I'm taking you home. Right. Maybe that's me, but (laughs) I would probably be like, okay, 
let's talk, uh-huh. let's sit down. And then I, I'd like call their parents and let them know, Hey, look, they're right here. They need a minute or whatever, but I have them. They're safe. Physically. I have them and let yeah, them know, sure. you know, not just, Oh, well, good luck. Yeah. You should really think about going home. That, that kind and of thing. maybe spend a night, but that would be like, that would be There's, it. It's just to let everyone know. I mean, especially that downtown ping that, I don't know, that, that kind of worries me from what I've been through. Cause I know a lot of the times, sometimes I stay like up in one of those things for a few days and I couldn't, I couldn't even get out. Like I, I they locked doors and everything. So like, there was no way for me to physically get out. So yeah, that is one thing. Um, and the, how how many days has it been since you guys got any leads at all? Any leads at all? Probably four days or okay. five days. So it's the trail is kind of drying up, okay. and we're just trying to follow any anything anything what we can and okay. retracing steps. And there are only a couple million people around here. We got to find her eventually, right? <laughs> hopefully one thing that the public can do to help here so if you have ring doorbells you have dash cams you have anything like that even if you don't want to go through like oh I don't want to sit here and go through them all if you want to send me a zip file of it and you send it to crime theories podcast at gmail.com feel free to send that to me I'll go through those I'll go through them for you. You don't have to. Um, if you just want to send me the zip file of them and then we can, you know, check that off and be like, all right, well, she wasn't there at this time. I mean, um, I want to say for businesses, I know that there's a lot of local businesses around here too. If you're willing to just look through your video footage or let us look through your video footage, let us put post posters, anything like that, that, can help out tremendously. The more people that know about it and see about it, the more people likely it's, it is for someone to reach out. If you guys see anything at all that you think might be helpful, please feel free to contact um, us. You can even do it anonymously as well. Um, and do, do you have a phone number, direct phone number that you give out for these tips and everything? Yeah, it's on the flyer that I sent you, but yeah, I I can say that now if that helps. It's yeah. 325. Yeah, 325-262-2982. Okay. So that's so, the lots of twos. Okay. 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 And can they text that number as well, or is that just calling? They can text it. Okay. So you can text it or call it um, for free. I mean, and anything, every little detail helps, guys. I talked about this last week doesn't matter if you think, oh, well, it's not going to matter because, you know, we only saw her for like two seconds. doesn't matter. Send it in. If you think you saw her, send it in. And I'll go ahead. I will post pictures of her. Uh, if we get video, we'll post video of her uh, so that we can find out, you know, everything. Because I know that, you know what, a little bit of hair change sometimes changes your, your whole look and makeup or non-makeup. All of that can change on how a person is perceived. Um, so we're in a beanie. Yeah, exactly. Like not really in the heat of the summer, but 
that would definitely change. So I've already gone to the Harmons. It's right here. Um, I've asked them for their footage. And if if anyone wants to help, feel free, feel free to reach out to us as well. We love the searches. If you just want to help post flyers, I mean, even just sharing on social media, if you're busy and you're like, you know what, I, I can just do this, then do that. Um, but we could use people to hand out flyers. We could use people to call local businesses and see if they've seen anything. We can use um, people to walk around, see public transportation. I mean, they've seen anything. So if anyone is interested in helping out, we more than we appreciate it. You can text that number, call that number. You can email me guys. And as always, like, thank you so much for coming on and thank you us. so much. For- <laughs> yeah. And, and let, let's find, let's find her. Let's bring her home. Let's, let's bring her home. Cause it sounds like, sounds like she's being coached by someone and we need to get her out of that situation. Yes, very much. Well, thank you. You bet. Okay.